Thanks for tuning in to Blokes of Wrestling on the Let's Get Ready Network, brother. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please, leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Brother, brother. Welcome back to the Drop Kicks. We are back live after a couple weeks off. Joining me, as always, now on YouTube, it's Soda. What's going on, Soda? Oh, you know, it's going well. I'm doing better than Darcy Kemper. Did you see the injury he sustained during the game? Oh, yikes. Didn't hear about that one. They're scrubbing the crease, and he accidentally got uh, Johansson's stick through the cage into the eye. Yeesh. Ooh, that's no good. During the intro, it's not good, but... Yeah, so hopefully Darcy Kemper, things go well with him. He's not horribly injured because that did not look good. Yikes, yikes. Yeah, we're talking hockey briefly here as we get started. But, uh, yeah, uh, playoffs, full swing. Yeah, it's it's a fun time as a hockey fan. Also and fun time. Your team is in the playoffs. <laughs> yes, yes, it is a lot more fun that way. Um, yeah, this close, this close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rough go at it. I'm, I'm hoping uh, my Rangers now take over. Uh, after the we we don't know that Penguins goalie is is their backup, their third string goalie, but uh, yeah, it it could be a good time. Yes, we are now live on YouTube, everybody. Uh, as we get started here, 
Uh, we are no longer on Twitch. Yes, Jeremy, what's going on? We got Ryan in the chat. What's going on? We got Adelia in the chat. Good uh, to see you all today. Uh, yeah, we uh, we made the decision to uh, to move the show over here to our YouTube channel, uh, Dogs Included. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> we figured that, uh, you know, all of our shows, all of our main shows that we do on the Let's Get Ready Network should all kind of be in one place. And uh, we are now going to sort of do that. We have everything pretty much on YouTube. Our Twitch channel is now going to be used for watch-alongs, for gaming, uh, which we do from time to time. Uh, Ferris is still finish finishing up school and everything, so once he's done with all that, he should be a little bit more active on there. Uh, and then for big events like maybe WrestleMania or Royal Rumble or Super Bowl, things like that, we'll do maybe a watch-along there with uh, with everybody, with our patrons and, and, and stuff like that. So, yes, that's the deal for now. We got everything pretty much here on YouTube and uh, really exciting. Hopefully it gets, uh, gets some more eyes on the show. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the idea is that the, the views are all kind of condensed into one place now as well. So, um yeah, we are on YouTube for the foreseeable future, which is, right is very on. exciting. Also, a very exciting time to be a pro wrestling fan. And uh, a lot, a lot has happened over the last couple weeks mm -hmm. that we have been off. Uh, anything, as we get going here, that sticks out to you, Soda, some big stuff that's happened over the last couple weeks. Well, besides, uh, besides the usual budget cuts. Um, yes, which we'll talk about. Yeah, I... You know what? I'm going to say Lacey Evans promos. Even though the segment, the live segment was a little weird last night, I really enjoyed that they're letting Lacey um, show the world who Lacey Evans really is. She's not that Southern Belle. She's really somebody who, if you've listened to her podcast appearances with us, she's been through some shit. She's very relatable. Um, so I kind of like what they're doing there, but I'm, I don't know. It kind of made it feel like they were making her a heel when she finally appeared live. So I'm curious to see how that goes. But the promos themselves have been amazing. Interesting to note there, yeah. Uh, I she's somebody I always thought that was kind of underutilized in that company. Mm -hmm. so that's that's good to hear for sure. Yeah. I haven't been watching any WWE last pretty much since WrestleMania. But... Just YouTube, so really, it's just the clips I see yeah. on YouTube. That's all I have time for right now. So yeah, that's why that's why you're here. So as you would give us the WWE updates as we go here. And I and... also did watch the Broken Skull sessions with Cody last night. Nice. Okay. Yep. I I did see that. That was the I, thing. I read. I. Honestly, I recommend it for everybody. I really All do. All right. Okay. He's Cody, but I mean, like, hearing him talk, you can tell, one, he's got a great business mind. And two, you can tell he really loves the business. And to, to hear things from his perspective, like why he left and why he did the things he did during his time. Like, if, if, if you're a fan of wrestling, I recommend go watching it. Because even time, like, Stone Cold, you can see he was actually, like, caught up in what Cody was saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the Stone Cold uh, Broken Skull Sessions. Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, they've all been, been pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got Mike here in the chat. What's going on? We'll have be having Vermont Mike here on the show uh, potentially next week to, to announce some some stuff about the, uh, the uh, trivia shows that we've been doing, the wrestling trivia here uh, on LGR. Uh, a lot of fun stuff brewing there. Uh, some updates since I've been gone. I was able to attend the Impact Rebellion pay-per-view, which was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Now, great to see uh, your fellow Canadian there, Josh Alexander, win the, the world title. And, and keep it at the end of the night. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. That was a long-term build that I thought they did really, really well. And just the, the show overall, Impact is something that I think a lot of wrestling fans are sleeping on. And so they got some really, really great pro wrestling over there. Uh, really good stories as well. You know, your your usual uh, TNA shenanigans, if you would, but uh, they, a little bit. Not as nearly as... Yeah. Some great wrestlers, one of whom we did see make an appearance in AEW Dynamite this week, and I hadn't seen him since his last match in WWE, so I'm, I'm going to be honest yeah. about that. Impact. So you did, you did see that uh, that spot I showed you where he puts Chelsea Green through a table. For yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right on, Chelsea. So great, so great. Yeah, so uh, that was a very fun show. Speaking of Josh Alexander, uh, mm -hmm. he was in a little bit of a car accident uh, recently. Appears to be fine. Uh, he was given an update on it. It looks like he said it was 
mere inches away from from being uh, potentially much much worse. So really really good to hear That's that he is okay. In the last yeah, game. yeah. The other one, of course, being the injury to poor Darius Martin, who's just having the worst of yeah. luck. Shit luck, man. Yeah, so. <clears throat> that that's a little rough, but good to see at least for Josh Alexander that he's just fine and he will be defending that Impact World title tonight at Impact Under Siege mm-hmm. against Tomohiro Ishii, which sounds like a fucking awesome match, so can't wait to check that one out. Um, but uh, good stuff happening at Impact right now. Uh, not so good stuff that potentially happening over in WWE, and that's the first awesome. big bit of news items here to talk about today. Uh, yet again, we are here yet again, Soda, and it's tough. We, we pretty much sound like a broken record on this yeah. every time. Um, this was, I know, news from last week. We didn't have a chance to cover it yet, but the full list, released talent from NXT specifically, uh, potentially more cuts coming here soon, both from NXT and the main roster, so be on the lookout. I'm sure we'll be doing this news story again here in the next couple weeks, unfortunately, but budget cuts for a company that has record profits and has made more money than they ever have this year coming out of the pandemic and everything. And yet uh, they, they don't have time for these pro wrestlers. It seems Uh, here's the thing. Like I almost got into it with somebody on Twitter with this this weekend, but um, it wouldn't bother me so much if they weren't using the budget cuts excuse. If they just said like, we just don't have anything for them. It's best that they go elsewhere. We don't have room for them. Yeah. They'll be like, okay, all right. Truth because you're, we know you're not lacking money. We're not stupid. It right. is, it's almost it's almost like insulting the audience. Like, if you're going to release them, give a better reason. That's all I ask for. I mean, they Agreed. don't own me to give me a better reason, but I mean, dear Lord, it just makes you look like the most horrible people in the world. I get it's a business yeah. decision, but if you're going to release somebody, come up with a better excuse. Because when you, yeah. you release, and then like a week later, yeah, the best revenue we've ever had. Yeah, I, I've had my rants on it on the show before, so yeah. uh, you know I'm just gonna—it's just gonna be the same thing for me. So and I'll just I, give I you the list here. When I initially happened, it happened, but then when I started reading more into it, I found out why two of them were released. I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I can understand that, which we will probably get again into. Yeah. So full list here. Uh, some names that I don't recognize as much. I think these are more like performance center based. Mm-hmm. So you have Raylan Divine. Myla Milani, uh, Draco Anthony, Sanjana, George, Persia Parado, Hussein, Harlan, Hussein, Paige, Prinzvin, I can't pronounce that name, Blair Baldwin is is the other name there, Uh, Dexter Loomis, which is a surprising one. That was the biggest surprise. Malcolm Bivens and Dakota Kai. So, yeah, talk a little bit about Dexter Loomis and why that was a surprise to you. Well, because he was the main event of the very first NXT 2.0. Um, you saw how big of a reaction he gets. He f- kind of fits very much in, and they they released him in the middle of a flipping storyline. And like the way the way they fixed it, it was just so awkward. Like Andy's sitting there playing with a ring. The other guy, Graydon Waller, I think is I can't remember. No, Duke, Duke Hudson. Yeah. Oh, Duke Hudson. Yeah, Duke Hudson. Sure. He comes in. He's just like, "Hey, I just recently <laughs> lost level two. And then they kind of do this thing, like they almost kiss, and then they split. And you're like, "Okay." What was the and point? And then to find out. Most I found I had heard it's a rumor that apparently nobody knew these people were in storylines. It just baffles you, right? It's like, where, where's the disconnect? Now I was very upset when I heard Dakota Kai and Malcolm Bibbins got released because they yeah. are. Great. However, it's when I found out that they were offered contract extensions and declined that they weren't going to be staying around anyways. Kind oh, of, okay. Yeah, they were okay. both they were both uh, given contract extensions and they both said they were not resigning. Which also annoys you because it makes you think, well, well, and then you got the guys that like have requested their release that they just refuse like to grant, like Mustafa Ali or, or Roderick Strong. Strong. You know, like, oh, well, that one's obvious why they don't want to let him go, but yeah. still, it's just this fucking company. A more elite group, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, also frustrating. These cuts happen right before they announced WWE. And, and that's, that's the thing. It's just like profit. Yeah, Jeremy, it's fucked. It's the aesthetic of it. Like, I mean, it's clearly business. I'm I'm not here to say like I know what's going on because clearly I don't work for them. But it's just if you're looking at it, it's just really, really bad. Yeah, just bottom line, it looks bad. And it, you know, uh, at least with a couple of these names, I figured that they're, they're going to go thrive on somewhere mm. in the Indies or something like Dexter Lewis or Dakota Kai. 
uh, yeah, Bivens, it's, you know. It's but, annoying for somebody like a Persia Peralta because they just moved here. Yeah, and yeah. Like that, that's really annoying. Again, and I know it's a business. Still but, very young and like as a whole yeah. future. Oh, I got this whole thing with WWE. Nope, sorry, see ya. Yeah, like the right. biggest one was what they did with uh, Jonah last year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of Jonah, that's a good segue because uh, another piece of news that we got this week is that he has uh, uh, finished up his dates with Impact Wrestling. So he, he's done with them and uh, is kind of, I think, a, a bit of a free agent at this point, although I know he has some some stuff with New Japan okay. lined up. So I think he's still under contract with them for a few dates. But um, Tyler over there, our buddy, has made a good prediction that maybe that Joker – spot in the Owen Hart tournament would potentially be Jonah. Can you imagine that? Jonah versus Samoa Joe. That's now awesome. I can because I didn't know he was he finished <laughs> up the dates, but yeah, that would yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Big, so, so we'll see where, where Jonah ends up. But uh also other interesting free agent notes here. Uh we did also get the news that uh Stu Grayson has left AEW. Uh, from yeah. the Dark Order, and uh, that was a, a little bit too bad, but you know it's not a massive loss for for AEW or anything like that. And let's not compare it to what's going on here with WWE because it's a much different situation mm-hmm. being fired as opposed to letting your contract run out and then not signing another contract and exactly. going and doing other things. Like it's yeah. a career decision as opposed to a you have no choice in the matter. Agreed. So, and that is the most, that is the biggest difference. And that is, like you just said, career decision over business decision. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, and potential. To be honest, I don't really know. Like, I mean, I know who Stu Grayson is. I haven't seen him on TV much. I knew he was Canadian. And he's Canadian. Yeah. So is Evil Uno. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I, it sucks. Whenever somebody loses their job, it sucks. It does lessen the blow when it's them making the call. But I mean, if right. long, like, it's one of those, you're going to miss him. Right? Like, and people are saying, oh, this is doom and gloom for the Dark Order. No, well, it's not. They got plenty of guys. Yeah. I, I do get the, the criticism of not ever really giving him and Udo that push, but at the same time, they, they never really seem like anything more than mid-carters to me. Uh, yeah. No offense. But it's just, you have to... Some... when they debuted. What was yeah. everyone... Who are these guys? Right, and, and I don't know if you all remember how, like, Frowned upon and buried that angle got where they came out and beat it, beat down the uh, the elite, yeah. which I agreed with. I was in that group, that group of people being like, "This sucks," but you know, at the same time, I think they did it evolve the dark order throughout the years, and obviously yeah. with bringing Brody Lee in and everything. You know, they they really did something. But again, it's like he he was just one piece of the dark order. Exactly. He wasn't like the main piece. It, if it, it was, it was Brody. Say, if Brody Lee were still with us, and it was him that left. Right. Different story, or or potentially, I would I would even go as far as to say if you had like Udo and John Silver, yeah, because leave the, as well, then it would be like, two, eh. and I'd say Anna J are probably the three biggest. And Anna J, yes, yeah. I agree. Even though she she's kind of been doing her own thing, she's yeah. so much a part of yeah. of that group. But um, yeah, so so there you go. A lot of a lot of interesting free agents right now out there. Uh, I, I will. We have to do a serious overhaul to our Dropkicks roster because a lot of those guys have signed at this point uh, to to different companies. But uh, one of those names that I would bring up, the Briscoes, those guys are wrestling that same Impact show tonight under Siege, I've going watched, up against VBD, I've, and I'm I'm hoping that they win those Impact titles. I want to see I've them. I've watched those the Briscoes versus FTR five times now. <laughs> nice. That match. You weren't lying, man. You were not lying, my friend. That was yeah. amazing. I even uh, showed I, it to my two nephews, to my two cousins who've never seen AEW before. I'm like, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch this. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's a good one to show them. Yeah. I, <clears throat> another one I recommend that they wrestle the – obviously no one here is good, but uh, I got to see the Briscoes uh, the next night, the following night after the pay-per-view. We, we went to the, ta- the TV tapings as well, and oh, they yeah. wrestled the Heath Slater and Rhino. It was so much fun. Nice. Uh, so definitely recommend checking out. I think that was on last week's episode of Impact. Uh, which, is, which, is the, which is the the bald Briscoe? Uh, is it? Uh, oh, jeez, Jay. I, I. Anyways, one of them reminds <laughs> me. I've got two twin. I've got two twin cousins. Unfortunately, one just passed away this past Christmas. But 
looking at him with his missing teeth and his face no. handles himself. I was one off. It's Mark. Okay. He reminds me so much of my cousins. I'm like, that is just weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those guys are something else, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so Something else that's also equally as impressive as the Briscoes is AEW New Japan selling mm-hmm. out almost immediately the Huge Forbidden vibes. Door show uh, that uh, that they're doing at the United Center in Chicago, same venue that debuted CM Punk last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was making the argument. I actually co- was able to call into Observer Live the other day and uh, was talking with Brian Alvarez a little bit about how, like, they they really should consider moving some of these bigger shows to much bigger venues. Like from what I what from what I saw, it was nearly impossible for for regular people to get a hold of these tickets because there were so many scalpers, and you know how much Ticketmaster sucks and everything. But just that that tickets, there was such a demand for it. There was two, over twenty thousand people waiting in the queue to get tickets for these shows, and you know I. Sorry, I have to say again, you broke up there. So you think they could have sold out Wrigley Field? Yeah, that 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 was kind of the point I was making. It's like they could maybe an AEW show that they've done this with like Arthur Ashe Stadium with running that venue. Mm-hmm. Kind of, they could think outside of the box a little bit and maybe consider running like a like a baseball stadium, like a Wrigley Field, or you know, like a Soldier Field. I mean, that's a that's a massive football stadium, but like WWE. They're they're running their big shows at these massive stadiums, yeah. and you would think AEW like they have enough, seemingly have enough of a demand for it right now. I mean, like Arthur Ashe Stadium shows sold out. These pay per views, every time they do a pay per view, it sells out like immediately. Like and, maybe and start also, doing it some bigger venues. You those, know? those baseball stadium shows back in the eighties were a big deal. I remember AWA used to do them in Chicago. If I'm not mistaken, they used to do them in Chicago. So I mean, yeah, why not? Like you just said, they sold out in twenty minutes. Yeah, and I, I think uh, that, uh, yeah, uh, Atlanta Ballpark is supposed to be multi-purpose. That would be an oh, interesting yeah. venue to run. But, yeah, like, the, the only downside would be, like, what if it rains? <laughs> you know? Uh, but you could still, you could run a pay-per-view uh, in one of these kind of stadiums uh, yeah. and not really necessarily have the same restrictions as, like, running a dynamite. Like, okay, Let's say they decide to run a dynamite at Fenway Park in Boston. Yeah. Well, you probably don't want to do that because it's a Wednesday and you're adherent to 8 to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And what if it's pouring fucking rain? There's no way that they can have the show go on. So what do you they're, that they're screwed for TV, right? So, uh, but for a pay per view, like we saw at WrestleMania a couple years ago, where they like got rained out almost. It kind of added to the appeal, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm all for that idea. I know some people in the chat when I brought that up the other day on Observer Live were like, oh, no, they can't run a baseball stadium. It's not feasible, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, why not? Like, they yeah, got out of the box a little bit. To, to those folks, I say these are the same guys who were told they can never sell out to sell a pay-per-view just based on word, and look what they did. I will never doubt – I mean, I, I, I will never doubt the ability of Tony Khan, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes. After that, I can't. Because they did something that nobody's ever done before. So I think they and with New Japan Pro Wrestling's the name, there's a lot of wrestling fans, especially in Chicago, they can easily sell in a stadium. Now the question is, is Kadiski Park open open their stadium or right. because <laughs> if Brigley's yeah. there, you'll have to pay CM Punk more money to go wrestle at Kadiski, but still. <laughs> right. <laughs> White Sox. Yeah, he's a big times Cubs Cubs fan. Yeah. He hates the White Sox. Pretty Are there funny. Really any famous White Sox fans other than John Cusack? I can't think of any. Yeah, uh, who cares about the White Sox? Uh, yeah, Jeremy saying saw this recently. He agrees the United Center is like AW's MSG. Yeah, really, they really do seem to like that building. At least a couple shows that they've run, and apparently they can sell it out no problem for one of these yeah. big shows. So I hope uh, I hope Chris Anthony Lopez was able to get tickets for this. I, I I'll have to ask him. But if sir, if so, Chris, I wear a three XL and a shirt, and I will, <laughs> pay you for it. <laughs> I will seriously glad to pay you for it. Absolutely, but uh, yeah, man, exciting stuff with AEW and New Japan. That was one thing mm-hmm. we didn't really get to talk about. We we uh, pretty much predicted it to a T. Uh, yeah. The show we did before we went off that Tony Khan's big announcement was going to be this show, and so I think this is a very very exciting thing. Uh, I know that uh, you're not as maybe as well versed in New Japan as as perhaps myself, you know but 
the show is serving its purpose where it says also an introduction to fans like me who are not overly familiar with New Japan. Yes, I know right. who they are. There you go. I really watch them. So that's what this is. It's 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 familiarity with some foreign uh excuse the term, but with some foreign wrestling in there that I've you know, so yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's definitely gonna be one I'm gonna be renting and parking my butt in front of the TV watching. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I think it's just uh, the only thing I'm wondering is like how the booking is gonna work, like who who's gonna be going on last. Like I'm just wondering how they're gonna coexist over the booking. Yeah, because you, you might run into these kinds of scenarios where certain guys aren't going to want to go over. Right, and perfect you know? example, if you, go back in your, if you go back in your history, the AWA super clashes that they used to do in the 80s was between uh, World Class, AWA, and Memphis. And that was that was the thing that came out of that was everyone was saying it's just like nobody wanted to – everyone wanted to, 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 to go on last and all that stuff. There's just a lot of politics, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of hoping this can avoid that. We are in a better yeah. place than we were 40 years ago, but – Really curious about that part. I I am as well. Be interested to see uh, that pay per view happening on Sunday, June twenty sixth, at uh, looks like six p.m. Uh, so that would be six p.m. Eastern. Seven p.m. Eastern, probably. So seven. That's six, six p.m. in, Chica- six p.m. in Chicago. Yeah. So <laughs> that'll that'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah. And uh, before we get to that, we do have a couple other big. New Japan. Well, we obviously we have AEW Double or Nothing. I mean, this, yeah. this big pay per view is being hyped up, but we have this <sighs> equally as massive Double or Nothing show before that, mm-hmm. and we also have a couple big shows from New Japan. They're they're doing one coming up. Uh, it's called Capital Collision, and uh, the big match on that show. Listen to this one, Soda. It's Hiroshi Tanahashi defending his U.S. title against the new Bullet Club member Juice Robinson. Oh, nice. It, and it's a fatal four-way, so it's those two, John Moxley and Will Ospreay. Well, it's a good thing I go out the year-long subscription to fight two folks. Seriously, I should have the 50 bucks for the year. <laughs> so there you go. So that that's a, the big match happening on Capital Collision, which is going down on May 14th, so next week. Okay, and, I'm on- uh, Oh, and I get paid. Uh, I got a pretty good paycheck on my way next week, so I think I'll rent it. <laughs> I think that's that's definitely one that's going to be worth watching. You also have Jay White and Hikaleo taking on Kazuchika Okada and Trent from Best Friends, aka Chaos. Interesting. Uh, you got Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii. Okay, okay. Over under Eddie shows up with no eyebrows. Or with like half of his face in like a like bandages or something. I can see him yeah. doing that. I can definitely see him going that far. But I would I would just laugh if he showed up without eyebrows because the dude's got the best eyebrows in the business. <laughs> he really really does. Also on that show, Minoru Suzuki versus Big Bad Brody King. Holy shit! That's what gonna a be show! A match on that one. Yeah, it is not a slouch. And then, of course, so you have that big show going down. You have another big show that they have called Dominion that's happening in Japan. And then, of course, Double or Nothing, AEW Double or Nothing, which we can talk about a little bit here. What we have set up so far, which is the main event, CM Punk versus Hangman Adam Page. And uh, obviously, we, we were supposed to have an angle to set this up. Uh, Paige, unfortunately, was out with COVID, mm-hmm. so they had to sort of delay it a little bit, and they just kind of announced the match, and they had Punk cut a promo. Which was a but great, great promo. I will say it was a good promo. Initial thoughts on this, though. This is the most unpredictable mm-hmm. AEW title match, or maybe even main event that I think we've seen to date, because I really do believe that this match could go either way. Yeah. I think that there's a very equal case to be made for Paige going over, there's a really equal case to be made for Punk going over. And I think it's just going to be really interesting to see the build and sort of maybe have a better idea of who might win as we get close to the match. Yeah, but- and, and so here's the thing. Like, for me, prior to the announcement of the New Japan show, I was like, okay, I, here's what I'm seeing happening. Page winning, MGF stripping him the title, getting belt off him, and then Punk beating MGF later on. But now right. that we've got the New Japan show in Chicago. In Chicago. Now I'm a little, now I'm more okay. It could go either way. I still think they're going to keep it on on page, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they give it to Punk. 
I'm with you on that. I'm like I'm leaning slightly towards Paige. Yeah. But the fact that that show is in Chicago, they might want to have the main event have Punk defend the AEW title against somebody from New Japan, like yeah. an Okada or, or Tanahashi or, mm-hmm. or Kenta or somebody. Um, so yeah, uh, if really, you have really. Because you know New Japan more than me. Say Punk wins, who do you want to see him face for the title? That's a great question. I think I would like to see if if he's okay because Kenta's was got pretty seriously hurt there a few months ago. Uh, I would like to see Kenta in the battle of the, the GTS, uh, as, as obviously as they're both of their finishers. So I would like to see that. Kenta he can't get that. The move? Uh, Kenta was yeah, he was one of the, the first to, to really establish it as his finisher. Um, but if we don't get that, I would I would go with Tanahashi. I okay. think that's a big money made event right there, Punk versus Tanahashi for the AW title. So that would be because I think Juice is probably going to win that Fatal Four Way. Okay. Uh, in in uh, Capital Collision. Um. So I think Punk. Or, sorry. I think I think Tanahashi's probably dropping that title. Okay. So that he could potentially wrestle in one of these big matches. Um. In June. So. Big, I can't wait. Big stuff to look forward to there. Uh, we also got what else confirmed for Double or Nothing? Thunder Rosa versus Sarita Deeb. Yeah, which is all oh, that's that show. That'll be a good match. That'll, that has the potential to be in ring. Look, mm-hmm. I know people had their problems with the promo that they had this week, and then we can kind of talk about here. I liked it. Uh, I heard a lot of people complaining about this, but I think that on paper, Sarita Deeb and Thunder Rosa has the potential to be the greatest women's match that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those are the only two matches we've actually had confirmed so far. Besides okay. the men's final and the women's final. That's it. Right. In the Owen Hart tournaments. Uh, which that's also been fun to watch, man. These, oh, these sure. Owen Hart qualifying matches have just been outstanding for the most and part. We had a really, really great one. Was it this week or was it last week? We had an awesome one this week with Dante Martin and Ray Phoenix. What a clear okay. highlight of that one, of yes. This I, I was thinking Dax and Cash from the week before. Dax and Cash from the week before, yeah. Those are two, like, potential, I don't know if I would say match of the year contenders, but certainly for match of the week. Yeah, for, for, for AEW specifically, yeah. yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's what's cool about these tournaments is that you get a lot of, like, really high-caliber mm-hmm. matches because it's like this, that's sort of the setting. is like everybody's fighting for their lives to stay in the tournament and reach yeah. that ultimate prize, which I think I don't know if they've clarified, but I feel like the winner of the Cups will get title shots. That's the title uh, of their choosing, I would think, which could be interesting. Uh, well, one for uh, – there's going to be a trophy called the Owen. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they'll get a, a big trophy, but I, yeah. I you got to think that they're going to have to get a number one contender. Yeah. And the quarterfinals start this week. Yes, yes. They sort of, uh, before we went in they, to this tournament a while ago, they sort of said, oh, the, the Cup is going to start on May 11th in, in New York. But I think they sort of retconned that a little bit and said, oh, we're going to have qualifiers. Yeah. So it's just, they just kind of added about May 11th because May 11th is this Wednesday. So Yeah, so, so May 11th coming up here, we have, the first set of qualifying matches. Uh, if I, I did, I should. I horribly prepared. I apologize. It's been a very long day for me. I should have pulled up the brackets. Uh, but I've got them. I've got them right here. If you need them, feel free okay. to enlighten so, us on what they are. Today. Okay, so for the quarterfinals for the females, we have Tony Storm versus Jamie Hater, which is going to be a banger of a match. Yes. Riho versus, uh, and then in the same bracket, Doctor Britt Baker DMD versus a Joker, which is going to be mm. interesting. Any guesses? Uh, well, originally I would have said Dakota Kai, but because technically NXT 30 day, yeah, it'd be too, would be too soon. Um, I got a name I throw out there. Mia Yim. Oh yeah. 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 I can see that. Or Mia Yim Lee, I guess, technically now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so, and then the other, and then we also have Riho versus Ruby Soho and Red Velvet versus Hikaru Shida. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. It's interesting. Like the. The easy call for the semifinal on one side is Tony Storm and Kurt Baker. Of course. No no doubt. That's going to be it. But yeah. on the other yeah. side of things. Unless they bring in a joker who you're like, this person has to win. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I don't think like Mia Yim could do the job for Britt Baker. I think. Yeah, the tougher one is the Riho Ruby Solo and Red Velvet. Versus yeah, those those are tough because like uh, on one hand I could see either winning between Riho and Ruby. Yeah, like, that's probably the toughest match to call here. But then you'd think Sheeta will probably beat Velvet. But on the other hand, she just kind of has this heel turn, and she's. With, she's uh, yeah, she's in the baddies, you know, yeah. and everything. Which with, is a little weird because, like, list last year they hated each other's guts, but yeah, but it's wrestling, it's pro yeah. wrestling. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know who you get on the on yeah. the right side of the bracket. It's tough, tough to say. I do think Tony Storm is winning though. That's oh yeah, I no, I'm, I'm with you there. Tony Storm, I think this is her tournament. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and then the men's. Now this is the one where like these are amazing matches. Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy, father and son, um, <laughs> pretty much. <Yeah. laughs> um, Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. You'd think it's going to be Adam Cole, but you never know. Maybe they're going to give Dax a run in this thing. Right, because of all the momentum they have. All the stuff, yeah. Of everything. like I mean, Frick, they came out for their match, FTR, wearing Heart Foundation trunks. Yeah. Uh, this one's also going to be fun. Ray Fenix. Is it Phoenix or Fenix? Phoenix. Phoenix. Ray Phoenix versus Kylo... Ky- Kyle O'Reilly. Wow. Another Ray. match that could go either way. Right? I think Ray Phoenix, Phoenix just came back. Phoenix just came back, so you'd probably have him yeah, over probably, here, but... Um, although Kylo O'Reilly, man, Vancouver boy, represent. Uh, and then, of course, the final one, Samoa Joe versus the Joker. Right. Anybody. That could literally be anybody. I, 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 like, too, yeah. I like Tyler's pick of Jonah. I heard a lot of people say Miro, which might make sense. Yeah. That one probably uh, and also could could be a shocking like loss for Joe too. If Miro come back and beat Joe. Right. But if Joe loses, I don't think it'll be clean. Yeah, potentially. Because of we got Lana. Maybe he comes back with Lana. Oh God. You do the <laughs> pop. The pop. Wait, if that were to happen. Um yeah. Who do you think is going to win the tournament on the men's side? That's the harder one to predict. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's, it is really, really difficult. To yeah. Because um, I, honestly, I could see Darby Allen winning. I could see Adam Cole winning. I could even see Kyle O'Reilly winning. And then, of course, we just talked about you see Dax Harwood winning. Samoa Joe, yeah. uh, that one's a little more uh, harder. Um, or whoever uh, the Joker is. Yeah, or whoever the Joker is. Hey, you never know. It could be W. Morsey. He impressed a lot of people this week. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yep. I, I, you never know. Uh, I was. He's still contracted with Impact, so I don't think he's winning. Okay, that's fair. Tournament, that's but, fair. um, I, I don't know. I think uh, if if Nero's in there, I might might give it to him. But if if not, I would say uh, I, my initial pick right now would be Adam Cole because of whatever everything that they've been doing with him. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. I, for, I, I'm hesitant to make a call until I see the results of this week. I think it might be easier for me when I see the semifinals. But yeah, but right now, yeah, Adam Cole is the one that is sticking out for me. Yeah, yeah. Vermont makes Vermont Mike here saying that he, he would be shocked if Dax was booked to win. You know, yeah, is- you never know. But it, it is Adam Cole, and I feel like you kind of need to continue this this Cole push here. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that was that's good topic there talking about the Owen Owen. Heart Cup tournament. Sorry, uh, it's tough to to get that all in one go, uh, or especially to Owen Hart Foundation Cup. It is a mm. mouthful, everybody. I apologize, um, but uh, yeah. So that that's pretty much all set up. Um, so we're not really going to be kind of going bit by bit into the AEW and uh, the Dynamite Rampage report this week. Uh, because there's hockey on, hmm. so I really need to watch my hockey. But we are going to definitely talk about some highlights from the show, and uh, yeah, we can we can sort of get into it here. We got some comments in the chat that I, I would like to bring up, but like Miller saying, slightly concerned for Dynamite's ratings, but I'm enjoying the, sh- the show still. I would not be concerned, Jeremy, because the NBA playoffs are on and they are destroying everybody. Yeah, that's the thing so, you do have to take in perspective. Like it's it's depending on what they're up against. Yeah, and uh, Ryan saying here he loves the fact that Eddie Kingston called in on Rampage and did not appear. Mm-hmm. Must have uh, been a collect call knowing Eddie 
yeah, that that was pretty great. I that was definitely a highlight of the yep. Rampage show here for me for sure. Uh, but a couple things that stuck out on the Dynamite Rampage shows, as you just mentioned, Dave W. Morrissey coming over yeah. from Impact Wrestling, who uh, was kind of messing with MJF. It looked like a little bit there, and where he was like, "He, I have to come down to your level, you know, and give you the high five. and mm-hmm. Was definitely getting the heat, but man, this was, oh, this was that's the other way around. MJF was the one that got him to do it because he had him all the way up here, and MJF's like, no, 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 Lord, yeah, come, come down to my level, yeah, yeah. let's go. <laughs> it's like, God, yeah, and, and interesting thing about Morrissey is that he was like the most over babyface in Impact. Yeah, uh, at least when when I just saw him the, a couple weeks ago there, and so it's interesting that they brought him in in this kind of role, but. You know, it's it's fine. That this match was awesome. Two was, giant dudes beat the crap out of each other. It was only like a few minutes, yeah, and it didn't need to be much bomb. longer at that. One power bomb. That was it. So, uh, loved this segment a lot. And Wardlow continues to be one of the most over things in AEW right now, mm-hmm. as we all kind of think. He and we finally got the confirmation that a match between him and MGF is going to be happening. Yes, yes, and of course, next week they're in Long Island and oh, MJF. Oh. Before we go, before Help we go, down. Yeah. shout out to Wardlow for hitting a moonsault and landing on his feet. Oh my god, yeah, that was a crazy spot. Yeah, uh, always a little scary when it's a big guy like that. Does but man, when he landed, and the crowd just popped. Yeah, yeah, that was that was great. So we have that set up for him to take on MJF. Uh, almost certainly going to be a double or nothing. That's your pay per view. Mm-hmm. Match, uh, and very rare to see MJF uh, wrestle on anything other than a pay-per-view these days. But uh, uh, I'm looking forward to this, and it'll be interesting to see the the different uh, obstacles that Wardlow must do to to get the match, because yeah. he always does this. I feel like one of them is going to be like he's going to have to win a, win a handy, handicap. He's going to have to be handcuffed. Or something and win a match that way because that makes total sense to me. He can't do the power bomb if his hand, hands yeah. are cuffed. So he's gonna have to beat like Sean Spears or somebody handcuffed. Yeah. I feel like that's gonna be one of the stipulations, but it'll yeah, that's gonna well, be fun to like we've kind of already had the trials of MDF already with the Warlow thing, so I can see them definitely like Sean Spears is the next one and then because the review's coming right up. So Yeah. But it's gonna be weird because there's this contract signing happening. It is going to be in Long Island, so everybody's going to be cheering MJF and booing yeah. Wardlow. It's going to be very <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh, but we did have some other stuff with uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society being total uh, sports entertainers. I love all the stuff going on with them. And now the the other thing I wanted to talk about uh, is is this uh, House of Black thing. And this this is this is a part of the show that I think a lot of people kind of turned on, and you know I'll I'll do a little spiel here in a minute about just fan opinions and everything, but I do kind of agree with what people are saying about this one. I think this has been dragged out way too much, and nobody cared about Brian Pillman Jr. and the Baltimore coach. Unfortunately, uh, here they just wanted to see Julia Hart join House of Black. And she did not join House of Black. Uh, they're dragging it out even more. And it's too bad because I really, that's, usually AW gives the fans what they want. And all the fans wanted was to see her hit Griff Garrison with that chair. And they kicked it out. So maybe well, she joined, I figure she's still going to join. But it's this, this is, okay, let's just get on with it already. It's kind of This should have happened months ago. Yeah. But we do have Death Triangle uh, back. So that'll be fun to see them take on House of Black. That's going to be us. Uh, banger of a six-man. Yeah, and uh, we had match of the week for me. I'll spoil it already, but this Dante Martin, mm-hmm. uh, Ray Phoenix match was just so good, man. Like, Spoilers on match of the week as well. Yeah, and I think some, some people, you know, shit on the high flippy style of wrestling and call it a spot mm-hmm. test. Yeah. And whatever you, whatever you want to say, but I absolutely love it. I think that it's like Cirque du Soleil in a wrestling match. These guys yeah. are unfucking believable. And there was I the, double, the double backflip where they both landed on their feet and Dante's got that look in his face like, not today, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, so, yeah, not, not enough good things to be said about this match as far yeah. as I'm concerned, but um, I did want to talk a little bit about the last couple things that we got on the show. 
which again, this is all I heard about on Thursday where people shitting on this and, and this happens quite often where it's like, uh, and, it, and I will point out that nine times out of 10, it's something involving the women's division mm-hmm. where people hyper-focus. At, like I heard nobody talking about Phoenix and Dante Martin, like hardly anybody. All it was was shitting on the Thunder Rosa Serena Deeb segment, shitting on the Diana Peraza Mercedes Martinez match, and then suddenly deeming this the worst dynamite ever because of it. Uh, so well, all I gotta say, I'll let you go here so in a minute, but I'll, I gotta get this off my chest because I'm really, it's just getting really fucking annoying when we, every few months or so we go through this where there's one thing, maybe at the end of the show, nine times out of ten involving the women's division that people don't like, now they deem AEW the worst fucking thing to happen in the history of pro wrestling. It's not. Shut the fuck up, people. Shut up. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of fucking hearing it. I don't want to hear it anymore. I was fine with this. This is fine. This is not horrible. This was fine. Stop fucking doing this, fans. You fucking wrestling fans, you're the worst. Now I'm turning heel. Go ahead, Soda. Oh, I was going to say, like, if you're not happy with it, there's a solution for you. I'll take the remote, change the channel. Remote control, just turn it off. It's easy. So my uncle, uh, I don't care. He's not I'm sorry. This. So my uncle, I, uh, <laughs> I found out from his his son that he doesn't like ladies women's wrestlers. I'm like okay, and then he comes into my spare bedroom here, and right here I've got a figure of Zelina Vega, and I've got Rhea Ripley, and I got Doctor Britt Baker, and it's like, why do you have those? I'm like, why does it fucking matter? I'm fancy. <sighs> I have, which reminds me, I just bought the uh, Andre the Giant um, $6 million man Bigfoot one. <laughs> nice, nice. But yeah, it's just one of those, who gives a shit? Yeah, I know, I wish we had wish we had the clip. Red jacket, gold jacket, who, who gives a shit? A shit? Adam uh, Sandler. Like, it, it, you yelling isn't doing anything. It's not doing anything. You want to show them that you're discontent? Turn the channel. They're going to listen to ratings, not your ranting online. Yep, the, pretty much. That's, that's the bottom line. Nobody gives two shits about your 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 bitching. Your opinion. Tony Khan is not looking at your fucking stupid yeah. comments on Twitter, you dumb motherfuckers. Exactly. I won't like the fuck up. I'll only give a shit about your opinion is you can back it up with reasons as to why you think that if you can try to convince me. If you're just saying, Oh, yeah. they suck, why? They just do. They hit the bricks. They just do. It was bad. It was horrible. Okay. Why? Right. Give me five things why it was horrible. We got none. There's the door. Simple as that. Yeah, um, yeah. There we go. There's my rant, everybody. Um, I thought this was just fine. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Uh, Deanna Perazzo is awesome. I absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match is the outcome already, though, because she's yeah, pregnant. yeah. You, you figured where this was gonna go, and I did think the the finish was a little a little wonky, mm-hmm. but and, and I do think they were kind of sort of stressed for time, and maybe could have. Use that five-minute overrun here. I wouldn't have complained. Um, and I do think Deanna Perrazzo had a much better match with Taya Valkyrie than I got oh. to see on, on Impact Rebellion. Uh, so if, if if you liked what you saw from Deanna, at least here in this match, go check out that match. That it was match my was awesome. first Deanna Perrazzo match. Nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, she's... No, I, I enjoyed her because I'm, I'm sitting there. Okay, let, let's see what Dagan's talking about here. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. You know what? She's good. He's good. She's one of the best technical wrestlers out there, honestly. And I thought this, you know, it, it's too bad the crowd didn't seem to be as into it. But yeah. again, like, I think there's this really kind of vile perception of women's wrestling that people have ingrained, especially the uh, the man children uh, of, of the wrestling yeah. fandom. And, and yeah, I, I agree, Mike. That's just fandom in general. If you don't like it, turn it off. Yeah. Agree more. Um, I, I tend to very much like it. I think that a lot of women's wrestling is on the same level as men's and equally as talented. But, yeah, I, but, if, I, but if I were to say which one's better, I probably would give it to WWE in terms of... Oh, for their division? Sure. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, they, they got they got maybe the more stacked women's division. But That's, that's true. Um, it, in terms of you're talking about women's wrestling in general right now, I think it's better than, it, than it's ever been. Yeah, I mean, it's since, like, probably... 2014, 2015, when you had like Charlotte Flair and Four Horsewomen come on. The revolution, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's where it really picked up for me. Um, but speaking of women's wrestling, we had, I thought, another really, really good women's match here to kick off Rampage with 
Tony Storm and Ruby Soho taking on Britt Baker and J.B. Hayter, and Tony Storm actually getting the pin yeah. on Britt Baker, which I think is a tease for things to come yeah. in the tournament. But um, one thing that stood out to me in this match was J.B. Hayter's boot to the face on Tony Storm. That's fine. Like, wow. She's got a hell of a boot. And, yeah, I think he's said four of the most talented ladies on the roster, and I was really, really uh, happy with this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for Britt Baker. I'm not going to hear Tony Storm and Jimmy Hader now. More so. Yeah. It was weird watching this at 5.30 in the afternoon. My for time. You, you know what time it was for me? 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> I was like, okay. We're in Hawaii. Turn out, turn out like 11 o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So uh, that was uh, definitely kind of weird, especially driving through traffic. Like, I usually I go watch this at uh, – Rampage I usually watch just at home, but uh, I went over to Tyler's house. I go over there every Wednesday night to watch wrestling, and it's like just an easy drive up the hill. But it was like so much freaking traffic at 5.30 in the afternoon as opposed to 8 o'clock. Know, right? okay. yeah. Crazy stuff. But uh, I thought this match was, it was a really solid opener, and uh, I, I was really, really impressed with what I saw. I can't wait to see both. Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter, and then probably Tony Storm versus Britt Baker in this tournament. Those matches are just going to be awesome. I agree. Um, we then have yet one of the other most over things in pro wrestling right now, Hook. And more, more yeah, importantly, Hookhausen, which they've been setting up for a bit here. Yeah, with Hook the, absolutely, crowd the crowd wants it. They want it. They wanted him to take those chips, man, that bag of chips with the bow tie on it. And yeah. he puts it down. He's like, picks it up, looks at it. He puts it down. Everybody's like, oh, come on. Like, disappointed. But Hook has oh. this look on this fa- yeah. on his face. Like, he feels so bad. And he's like, oh, man, yeah. I love this. I, I, so, spoilers, this is my moment of the week because sometimes I just like this type of stuff. And they're they're both playing it so well. Danhausen gets shoved down. He's just like, <laughs> sorry. And he puts down the bag and he scuttles out the ring. Like, it was just... You felt for Dan Housen in that moment. Yes, you did. <laughs> you really like, did. You feel for the guy. <laughs> yeah. I think this is a slow burn towards uh, Hook and Dan Housen teaming up. I Probably. We're getting that Hook Housen team. AEW, yeah. again, usually giving the fans what they want. I think everybody yeah. wants. And I was thinking about this today before we did the show. It's just like, I, 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 I think Hook needs this. Because right now he's just the cold-hearted, handsome devil. He's really one-dimensional. This is kind of bringing out a little bit more of him. It's I, I do think, on a lower scale, but this could do wonders for Hook, like the Rock and Slot connection did for The Rock, if that makes sense. Sure. You know, yeah. That other side's like, okay, you know he's a badass. You know he can, you know who he is. Now we're seeing this other side. I think I think it, I think they'll pull it off. I think it'll be good. Yeah, I I love that comparison, and mm-hmm. I love the these comments from Vermont Mike as well. They need to make us work for Hookhausen. It's brewing like a great cup of coffee. Yes. I love that analysis. Yeah. Yeah. So good stuff here. Uh, We also, (laughs) yeah, God bless Dan Housen. Love that Dan Housen. Very nice. Very Very evil. evil. (laughs) We also had uh, Riho versus Yuka Sakazaki. Both so great to see both of these Mm -hmm. two back at AEW. I thought this match, again, a really, really great women's pro wrestling match here. Yeah, because I wasn't watching at the time. I keep forgetting that Riho was the first women's champ at AEW. Yeah, yep, she <laughs> was in that original crop of the, the first kind of women's division. So cool to see that back. It's almost like a throwback kind of match yeah. here with these two. And man, that one spot where uh, Yuka puts her like kind of does a face plant to her off the top rope, and it, uh, and she like hits the looks like she hits her face. On the mat, that spot was... was yeah, I'll, I'll give it to, especially the Japanese female wrestlers, man. They really go for it. Yeah, <laughs> they really, they, really they go hard. They really go hard. Strong um, style, for real. Yeah, definitely. Uh, bit of a, a... Oh, man. We haven't even talked about Ty Conchi and Dan Lambert. and the, Oh, my God, Soda. I Okay, I, I know there's some people that, that are really, really sick of this. And I am kind of in the same boat. However, I do think that they they attempted to turn it ar- around a bit, mm-hmm. and I think successfully by firmly establishing Ty Conchi and Sammy Guevara's heels. About time. Yeah, 
yeah. And we said that this was the way that they could make it work. And I think that mm-hmm. they've made it work in that sense. It looked like they had turned American top team babyface. However, they do not cut a babyface promo here in Baltimore. Dan Lambert just buried the shit out of them. But I do think that they've, they, they were going to maybe originally do that, but are now going in a different direction. And I'll tell you the direction I think they're going, which is I believe that they will be heels, but that Scorpio Sky will break off from the group and turn big. Yeah, it's definitely looking at that, especially with a little bit between um, All Ego Ethan Page and uh, Kazarian there this week. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be a little bit of dissension brewing between right, them. Because go back and watch that ladder match with Sammy, man. Um, Scorpio Sky is over with the fans. Yeah, and whoever's going to – this mixed tag match that's coming up, I this one just kind of just kind of thinking of. They're going to get bo- – Sammy and Ty are going to get booed regardless. Yeah. So you almost kind of want – a little bit more of a babyface team going into that. Now, I've heard some people say Paige Van Zandt and Ethan Page, which actually does make sense. Um, I think that they're going to be sort of pushed as a babyface team in that regard. Mm. But, yeah, I'm kind of sick of this feud, <laughs> being honest. Um, I, 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 Although, I am interested to see Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian, because that, that should be a good match. But what about yeah, you, Soda? Thoughts? I mean, I'm... I'm... I'm not fully in the go away heat, but it's just like they are so good at making me dislike them. I can't help but watch. They're great um, at being heels. Is, yeah, exactly. They're actually they're doing a really good job of being heels, and that's the thing. Sammy Guevara, when he was doing his initial heel run, was fucking phenomenal, phenomenal as a heel. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting. I said on Twitter a couple weeks ago, it's like, man, if anybody could turn damn Lambert heel, apparently it's Sammy Guevara and take on Taikanti. Um, no, this is going to be interesting going forward. After, I, I wouldn't have said Scorpio Turn him baby face. Yeah. Turn Dan Lambert baby face. That's what I meant. If was going to do it, it's going to be them, yeah. <laughs> yes, I know what you're That's saying. What I meant. But, yeah. I mean, going into that ladder match, uh, I, I probably couldn't have seen Scorpio Sky turning face like you suggested, but now I think it's actually pretty likely. Mm-hmm. I do. I think, I, think, I think he's moved past them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's, that's kind of where they're going with this. Yeah. But... We did have our main event of Jay Lethal taking on Kanosuke Takeshida, which mm-hmm. I thought was another really, really hot match. Uh, Takeshida is just this, this guy. I'm really happy to see him in AEW. Yeah, I think he's going to thrive here. And then, of course, you have your your heel shenanigans at the end, so he's still kind of keeping strong with, uh, with Satnam Singh and uh, uh, and those those guys going after here i love chris jericho's comment in this about what is this a group of all bald guys and they got rick knox in there now as well because it was like rick knox was the referee in this match and jericho was kind of thinking he was he was swerving the match or something and, nice and, and it's like uh, uh, you, you have to be a bald guy in this group unless you're seven foot tall right <laughs> that was a great comment from jericho, but... clothesline from the top rope Holy shit! What a move! Yeah. There's some crazy ass spots in this match. Mm-hmm. That being one of them for sure. Yeah, that that one that was circulating on Twitter for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I thought so, this match was somebody get turned inside out like that from a clothesline from the top. It's just yeah, it was crazy. I thought this match was awesome. I thought this rampage had some really really good professional wrestling yeah. top to bottom. Like I, maybe even more so than Dynamite this week. Um, and I know it's like the third hour when they do these tapings and everything. But uh, again, I think that the show it's the way it's, the way it's cut, right? It's the way it's cut. It's made to feel like a very yeah. wrestling show. You don't really see yeah. the entrances. Yeah, definitely. I, it's, I agree it's, with it's, that. It's, it's almost old school in that sense, where it's just like, you, yeah, it's just cut straight to the match. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, good stuff all around. I like both of these shows this week. I think I liked Dynamite significantly more than a lot of other people uh, made it out to be. But. Um, as we sort of wrap up here today, uh, we got hockey coming up here soon, so we're going to keep it a little bit shorter. But we got a um, matching moment of the week, which is sort of already kind of spoiled. Who's leading, yeah. Who's leading between Pittsburgh and New York right now? Uh, it's uh, tied one game apiece. Okay. Yes. Uh, the so Rangers had a hard time following, following hockey, so that's what I was asking. The Rangers had a really tough loss in the first game in triple overtime because mm-hmm. the refs fucking suck. 
the I rant. was hearing they about another, that. You know, another rant here about the NHL refereeing and, and the Stanley Cup playoffs has been absolutely abysmal. These fucking refs, what the fuck, man? Yeah. What is it? Why is every sport now seemingly have horrible officiating? Why why is everything becoming pro wrestling? Yeah, I, I saw I saw Maxwell comment on that and I went down the rabbit hole. I was like, holy crap, what the hell? Like even you know, as a Canucks fan, I'm like, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was. It was. But the the Rangers came back and just dominated in game two and uh Pittsburgh's now on their third string goalie. So I, I think uh but here's the, thing. the Rangers should just uh, here's the thing, though. I've seen Pittsburgh win Stanley Cups with their second string goalie. Uh huh. So sure. it may be their third string, but I'm not ready to count them out just yet. <laughs> All right, get out of here with that hockey talk. Let's get back into yeah. pro wrestling. We kind of already uh, spoiled this, but uh, match of the week easily Ray Phoenix yeah. and Dante Martin. Uh, however, I will throw a couple other honorable mentions out there. I highly, highly recommend you check out. Tomohiro Ishii versus Hiroshi Tanahashi from New Japan Pro Wrestling Dantaku from a few days ago. Uh, U.S. title match, role reversal, total role reversal. You love this in pro wrestling matches where they start using their own moves on each other and kind of mm-hmm. each other, and, and they do that in this match, which was just absolutely amazing. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii hitting the sling blade is one of the fucking awesome, most awesome things I've ever seen. Uh, and uh, yeah, this this was a phenomenal match and one that I highly recommend you all check out. I also need to point out that you must, you must, especially since it's free, I will post the link in the comments for this. John Moxley versus Filthy Tom Lawler from Defy Pro Wrestling. This match was insanity. I only want to say that so I don't want to spoil it for anybody because it's fucking insane. I will give a warning, though. It is extremely bloody. There is a lot of blood in this match. But you must, must, if you're a pro wrestling fan, go check out John Moxley versus Filthy Tom Waller. Defy. Defy. They have put up the on-demand link for free. You can watch it for free. I will post the link in the comments below. Now that we are on YouTube, it's very easy for me to just do that. So I'll post the link as soon as we go off the air to that match, to that entire show. You watch the full show, but that match specifically, man, holy shit, what a match. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, then our, our, our moment of the week, uh, Soda, you kind of mentioned it before. Yeah, mine was mine was uh, the, the, the Dan Housen hook segment. It's because this is like, I'm curious to see where this goes. And you couldn't help but feel bad for Hook when he when or for Hook not for Danhausen for Danhausen when he puts the bag with the bow on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. couldn't couldn't agree more with that for sure. And uh, Soda, thanks so, so much as always for joining me here today. Yeah. Uh, very fun that we are now live on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So no need to uh, mess with the Twitch app or anything like that. You can just click on our YouTube page here at the Let's Get Ready Network, and uh, make sure to hit like and subscribe if you haven't already. We really, really appreciate the support. Soda, anything you got coming up you'd like to plug before we get out of here today? Um, actually, this is my last thing until Wednesday when I do the squared slice again, so I really don't have anything coming up to plug up other than just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Soda underscore the sax man. We're going to be seeing a lot of pictures of this little guy. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Cutie's cutie little dog there he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you love to see it, everybody. And uh, for myself, at DaganSB on Twitter, uh, Daganus brought here on the Let's Get Ready Network, back tomorrow with any given schmo day. Uh, it is Mother's Day, so we'll probably do a shorter show for that as well. Uh, but, man, possibly one of the greatest angles ever in the history of the Schmodown that we got this week. Holy so, shit, Soda, I know you haven't been covering it as much, well, no, here's but the I thing. highly recommend you go check here's this out. Here's the thing. I, I've only watched the first Titans, and I've watched the Marisol Sam match. Okay. Until last night when I watched the reveal, and I was like, "I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued because I'm and, I'm, I'm intrigued." Anybody that fell off the Smodown band, bandwagon bandwagon recently, go watch Titans from this week because it has the most epic fucking angle. Uh, total and, that you would never see coming. I don't want to spoil it here for anyone. And again, not a spoiler, but this is probably the most pro wrestling thing they've ever done. 
It might be. I mean, other, be. Than, other than besides, besides guy spearing, um, yes. this is spirit spearing, uh, uh the table spot and the chair yeah. shot at Booker T's arena, that whole thing. But yeah. th- th- this, this is very, very cool. Right, very wrestling. Yeah. Most pro wrestling that they've ever gotten. Yeah. So, uh, definitely check that out. Uh, any given show day, we'll be doing a full spoiler talk on that tomorrow. And you can call into the show as always. And that'll have a lot of fun doing that here. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think we'll, we'll be having some uh, some reviews coming out here soon. Uh, myself and Tyler, actually, who you've seen on this show, went back and did what-if reviews for the last few episodes of that today. And I did my little uh, pitch on why you should give that show a chance. And uh, I'm sure we'll be talking Doctor Strange here uh, as well. So keep an eye on movie and TV reviews here. I want here to see that tonight. Network. Nice. Enjoy. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Very divisive, from what I hear, but also uh, – <laughs> If you're if you're an MCU fan, I think you're going to like well, it. Well, I, I, I like to say this is how it costs lives shelf. I'm an easy Marvel fan. I'm an easy movie yeah. fan. It doesn't I, take I, much I, to make me like a movie. I was saying that in the What If reviews. I was like, man, it comes to the MCU. I'm just like, give it give it all to me, man. Like, I'm a chill for this shit. I just, I'll, I just lap up every moment of it. It's very rare that you find me complaining about, about Marvel stuff. Exactly. It's just fun, man. Just, yeah. just a, a, a franchise to go and have fun with. Movies are supposed so, to be fun, folks. Movies are supposed yeah. to be fun. Breaking news. You know, it's... It, you can have a little fun with this stuff, yeah. and you can also have a little fun with pro wrestling and with trivia. We got wrestling trivia updates coming here soon, uh, most likely next week with Vermont Mike. Uh, looking forward to some announcements on that regard. And, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for us here today. Uh, but we appreciate your support here on the Let's Get Ready Network, as always. And until next week, talk to you all soon.